This episode is brought to you by PNC Bank, who believes some things in life should be boring, like banking. Because boring is safe and responsible, level-headed and wise. All things you want your bank to be. You don't want your bank to be cool or sexy. Sexy is for 80s hair bands, not banks. That's why PNC Bank strives to be boring with your money so you can be happily fulfilled with your life. PNC Bank, brilliantly boring since 1865. Brilliantly Boring Since 1865 is a service mark of the PNC Financial Services Group, Incorporated. PNC Bank, a national association, member FDIC. The state of Tennessee is one of the few places where the sounds are just as breathtaking as the sights. Whether that's live music at a historic music venue, the crack of an open fire at a campsite in the wilderness, or hearing kids laughing as they explore what's right around the bend, Tennessee just sounds perfect. Start planning your trip at tnvacation.com. Tennessee sounds perfect. Okay, real talk. When did paying someone back become social media? What do you mean? Like, say I want to see what you're doing and who you're hanging with, and you're not posting about it on your story. I can just stalk your pay app and find out what you're doing. Oh, yeah, that's weird. You do that? No, I don't do that. I use Apple Cash. It's built into your iPhone. Easy and secure. You can send and receive money right in messages and keep it between friends. And then use that money to buy something at a store with Apple Pay. Did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? Maybe. Shh. Services are provided by Green Dot Bank, member FDIC. Terms apply. Hey, this is Annie. And Samantha. And welcome to Stuff I Never Told You, a production of iHeartRadio. And welcome to another happy hour. Uh, if you are partaking in drinks or whatever you are doing at this moment, do it with caution slash care slash self-preservation and responsibly. Obviously, mm-hmm. if we speak of anything such as a brand or a name, not necessarily a sponsor. No. Who knows? Maybe one day, maybe not. Maybe we're calling them out and they'll never ask us to be. They're not currently a sponsor. And if they were, we would say it because we would get sued. So, <laughs> right. And we would get fined and we don't get paid enough no. for that. Uh, <laughs> the company might be okay. We are not. No. But anyway, outside of that, uh, Annie, are you drinking something right now? Red wine. Red wine, no cider today. No, I'm done with the cider. The cider is officially gone. Yeah, it was nice while it lasted, but you know. It was nice while (laughs) it lasted. (laughs) Yeah. I am sticking with water uh, today because I'm already sleepy. Mm. I'm like, I think it's just a constant thing of me being sleepy. Mm -hmm. We've already talked about this. And today's happy hour is just going to be a bitch and wine. So I really should have had a wine. Yeah. So it's going to be a and water for me and wine <laughs> as you listen. Uh-huh. Okay. But there's several things. Update, first and foremost, Peaches has gotten her stitches removed and she's doing very well. We got her test result back for her giant mass and it is nothing more than like um, fatty tissues essentially that just doesn't spread necessarily, just, you know, grows in that spot area, kind of the best case scenario. Mm-hmm. So that's the good news. Yay. She was a bit of a mess because we went this morning, actually, to get this morning being the day we record, which is uh, November 16th, uh, to get her uh, stitches removed. And she was a mess. Uh-huh. That was a whole thing. Uh, but she didn't have to be sedated. So that was the good news. Mm-hmm. And she got it done. She's home and she's happy-ish. Happy-ish. She's definitely not. <laughs> Like the most happy because you're like, what the hell was that? Mm. Hates the vet. Like tries to run out the door mm. every time. Mm-hmm. But she 
she did it. So she was okay. Not good, but okay. Mm-hmm. Go to that. So that's well. Game, y'all, this game that I talked about previously that I whined about, I just got scammed for the first time. <laughs> no. And I'm very it made me sad. It like physically made me sad that it still kind of affects my mood right now. I think I might be high anxious right now, but mm-hmm. I was just like I almost like I looked at my partner and I was like, that, that made me so sad to the point that he kind of got concerned. Yeah. Like, are you are you gonna be okay? <laughs> There are not nice people in this place. It's just a game. I don't understand. It's okay. I'm fine. I'm fine. I just, I wanted to kind of take a moment about that. But mm-hmm. with that high anxiety and stress, like I've noticed as we talked about previously on one of your happy hours, that lingering anxiety that carries over where you start overthinking mm-hmm. and then it just affects everything else. Like I did all of these things wrong and then you start like really analyzing about all the bad things that you've done in life and or recently and or things falling apart and then predicting everything's going to fall apart. Mm-hmm. That's kind of where I am. And, and it happened immediately after the time change. Immediately. Oh, really? It was so immediate. Like the darkness, it felt like it fell on my soul, mm. Annie. It fell on my soul. Okay. Uh-huh. I was at least distracted for a second by all these different things, like, you know, the surgery, which I like, at least I was busy. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm still kind of busy because we're planning to travel to Charleston to see my partner's family for Thanksgiving. We switch, we're switching it up this year and doing Thanksgiving with his family. Christmas with mine, which y'all, this this has become a thing and it's really, really stressful because you don't want to hurt anybody's feelings. Mm-hmm. You want to be where you're more comfortable, but then you have obligations so you don't neglect somebody. My family, I've talked about previously that he, uh, my brother got remarried to a woman who is very nice. They're very happy, but they have five additional kids. They're all under the age of 12 that's a lot. That's a lot to add to a household that already has a lot of children. And then we're talking about how to buy presents because, you know, immediately it's about the commercial aspect of it all. And at the same time, I'm like, I would love, I want these children, whom I don't know really well, I met once, (laughs) to have a great Christmas and have a great experience. And part of that is opening gifts. And because there's so many, like our households, like maybe we shouldn't, they should draw names, you know, which is fair and all that. But then like my older nieces and nephew and I thought I was I swore I would never be this person because I watched these K dramas and I'm like, why would you treat any of them differently? Like the step uh, oh, children or the yeah. step nieces or the the ones that are like I didn't see growing up or any of that that I would treat them the same, but I kind of don't. And I realized I'm like, wow, that's not that's not necessarily nice. But the part of the thing is like I never got to give gifts to the nieces and nephew that I did see grow up. I didn't make enough money to give them, like, the gifts that I would love to give until just recently. Mm -hmm. And now they're all, like, graduated from high school and grown. But I'm like, I now have the opportunity to give you something. And I remember immediately between high school and college and right after college being completely broke. I mean, up until, like, two years ago, being completely Mm -hmm. broke, you know, like, and having hoping that my aunt or my uncle or someone would give me the extra 20 bucks for Christmas so that I could, you know, afford to do some things or maybe even help pay the bills. And so, like, I really feel that and I want to give that to them. But then I feel like it's unfair for me to give them that and then not give the young, young children who are just coming into the family who they are family now, but I still can't quite grasp that because I have not seen them can't remember their names like that's like I have, I'm gonna have mm-hmm. to ask somebody my family what their names are again and 
my older brother got married several years ago, so many years ago. And she had uh, two children who now they are married and they have kids. I can't remember any of their names either. <laughs> I hate you. There's so much that I'm like, I, you know, the, the, the level of like trying to keep up. And I hate that level. Like, I feel like I'm a fa- like I have favoritism. I'm not trying to favor anymore. It's just like, I just know these four versus the rest of them, which I moved away and don't see except for family occasions. And because I'm very uncomfortable because of our differences and being adopted and all these different things, that it's just awkward um, that uh, I don't know what to do about all of this. This episode is brought to you by PNC Bank, who believes some things in life should be boring, like banking. Because boring is safe and responsible, level-headed and wise. All things you want your bank to be. You don't want your bank to be cool or sexy. Sexy is for 80s hair bands, not banks. That's why PNC Bank strives to be boring with your money so you can be happily fulfilled with your life. PNC Bank, brilliantly boring since 1865. Brilliantly Boring Since 1865 is a service mark of the PNC Financial Services Group, Incorporated. PNC Bank, a national association, member FDIC. The state of Tennessee is one of the few places where the sounds are just as breathtaking as the sights. Whether that's live music at a historic music venue, the crack of an open fire at a campsite in the wilderness, or hearing kids laughing as they explore what's right around the bend, Tennessee just sounds perfect. Start planning your trip at tnvacation.com. Tennessee sounds perfect. Can I rant for a sec? Please. Pay apps are way too public. What happened? Some rando hearted a payment from five months ago, and I realized people can see my entire history, who I'm paying, like full names. It's super weird. Yeah, it's weird. How are you paying your friends then? Apple Cash. It's all in messages. You can literally send cash like a text, and it stays between friends. Random people can't see it. Did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? <laughs> Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Terms apply. So these levels of stress. And then we got the other side where, you know, my partner and it's just his two other siblings. There's no additions. Neither one of them are married. Neither one of them currently are in a relationship. Maybe they are. Not that I, not that I know of. I'm the kind of, like for all, you know, intent and purposes. The in-law, I guess, uh, that, that that's come along, that celebrates with them. He is the oldest, my partner, so I'm even older than him. But all of that to say is, like, I'm the first to be a part of the family traditions uh, with them. And they do a good job because the parents are actually divorced. His parents are divorced. But they agreed a little while ago that they could do holidays together so they don't have to separate it. So that's lovely to see. And it is more enjoyable and more relaxing and less stressful to me, mm-hmm. <laughs> obviously. So this mm-hmm. level of like, okay, we have to split these. We have to see where we want to go. I can't neglect my family, uh, my own family, even though, honestly, <laughs> I wish I could avoid it. I hope no none of my family listens to this. <laughs> but all of that on top of I just I've never liked the holidays. It wasn't a thing to me growing uh, until I came into the US. So I found that odd. I found that level of like I was excited, but at the same time like thinking that it it would go away, away at any moment as well as the fact that in comparison to what other kids had, it was like my parents did an amazing job. 
don't get me wrong, in making it amazing. But like, you know, the differences with the, the kids who were probably less happy, but with more stuff felt different. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Like the, the differences growing up and trying to figure out what this was, why didn't this exist before when I was really having a hard time and never had toys to begin with, to this, to like trying to sustain <laughs> some semblance of sanity with around my family as we disagreed or argued or, or whatever or whatnot, whether it was because I wasn't married or whether because, you know, I was too liberal or what, all of these things. Or at one point, I was too religious. Like, it was just constant. And now to this being adulthood and being nice to each other, but at the same time navigating new family members and trying to be kind and considered on one and not hurting anybody's feelings. It's a mess. And I'm not even in charge of anything. Mm -hmm. And we've talked about that previously, obviously, a few times. So right now, like, everything feels like chaos. I feel like I'm saying, but at the same time, I'm also very sad and sleepy. (laughs) And busy. And we're trying to get so much done. A peek behind the curtains Mm. in such a small amount of time. So we can have days off. uh, And when I say days off, just not recording or not researching and just being somewhere. Like I will be at driving six hours one way, you know, so 12 hours of that time is tra- just traveling. So all of that, it's a lot. And I'm trying to navigate that space again. And I know we talk about this every year, but it just is a constant. It's a constant battle. And mm-hmm. then, you know, as we keep, as I keep getting older, I, I feel, I feel like Disappointed. I feel disappointed that it's not more settled. Mm. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. I know we talked about this recently, I think in my Life Day episode. <laughs> but there's when when you're a kid, you know, there's stress around all of this stuff, certainly. But when you get older, you're like, oh, God, this is... The holidays move from like, oh, fun time to, oh, God. And then I feel like everyone is acknowledging now in in commercials even that it's so stressful. And it feels like, and I've been thinking about this recently with the the pandemic and how, because I'm going to be wearing the same sweater I wear every year on Life Day tomorrow and I'm going to be doing the same thing. And I was like, I kept feeling about the pandemic, well, in the next year, this will get better. Well, in the next year, this will get better. Well, in the next year, and then things just don't feel like they're getting better at all, not just in the pandemic, but generally. And I feel that, too, of, like, I was hoping that one day, because I, my, uh, my family, I'm very lucky that we agree politically on most things, but somehow we still fight. <laughs> um, so, somehow we still fight. And I love seeing my mom and I love hanging out with my mom. And it's really nice to, she has like a really nice yard. And I, I just like sitting outside and it's nice. I don't have that here. But it's also true. And I was trying to look into this the other day that 
Like I just, I have many great memories there, but I have many bad memories there. So it's like, right. I wish, I, I too had been hoping for a point when that wouldn't be, like I, maybe it was still there, but it wouldn't be the thing that I'm like anxious weeks ahead of time about. Right. <laughs> that it would have kind of eased up right. a little bit or something. Yeah. At what point does it feel like you were coming into that friendly Folgers commercial hug <laughs> to your family? When does that happen? Right. Um, and, you know, I have to recognize on top of this, with all of the things that are happening around the world, the guilt slash the privilege in this conversation of seeing family, of going traveling, mm-hmm. of being able to free to move, uh, of being alive, uh, of being in somewhat peace situation that it's hard to understand what's what's happening and how trivial what we're talking about and and feeling guilty for that too like i i don't we should i mean let's just be very clear that is humanity that's what you as a human as a person as someone with feelings should feel I know that sounds odd as we talk about self-care or self-care, but at the same time, you can't. You can't let go of that because that is inhumane. To be able to do that, there is something, if you think that that's that easy, you should reconsider what you're paying attention to. I think that's the best way to say it. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying wallow. I'm not saying uh, despair. I'm not saying, you know, harm yourself in any way. But we have to recognize that that's still going on and things are happening as well as the fact that Thanksgiving is racist, just racist. Like, I'm like, we should not do this. But at the same time, like, there's a piece that we have to hold with family, and we do want to see family. These are the opportunities. You know, uh, my partner's sister is a teacher. She gets this time off. She gets to see our family, and they are very close, and they want to see each other. Like, things like that, like, that exists. And it's this institution is upheld by a racist situation. So we have to acknowledge that. And what we're doing is racist. Like, I'm going to acknowledge it. There's this conversation about what best to do. The 23rd will be uh, the National Day of Mourning. I believe there's like things that you could read, things that you can watch to at least acknowledge and to educate yourself, educate ourselves um, on that. So there's that level. There's so many levels to this of like, you can't not face it. Pretending like it doesn't exist is not helping anyone. Is there a way to, as an individual, solve it? I don't know. You know, like, there's so many things that we could help, we could help do. Uh, We talked about, like, one of the biggest things is witnessing. Witnessing and and acknowledging that it's happening. That has to be something that we do as well so we don't forget. Also, so we don't uh, allow for propaganda to overtake what is actually happening. This episode is brought to you by PNC Bank, who believes some things in life should be boring, like banking. Because boring is safe and responsible, level-headed and wise. All things you want your bank to be. You don't want your bank to be cool or sexy. Sexy is for 80s hair bands, not banks. That's why PNC Bank strives to be boring with your money so you can be happily fulfilled with your life. PNC Bank, brilliantly boring since 1865. Brilliantly Boring Since 1865 is a service mark of the PNC Financial Services Group, Incorporated. PNC Bank National Association, member FDIC. The state of Tennessee is one of the few places where the sounds are just as breathtaking as the sights. 
Whether that's live music at a historic music venue, the crack of an open fire at a campsite in the wilderness, or hearing kids laughing as they explore what's right around the bend, Tennessee just sounds perfect. Start planning your trip at tnvacation.com. Tennessee sounds perfect. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, Snag a Job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On demand, temp to hire, part-time or full-time. You name the position. Warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snag a Job's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. There are so many things, y'all, that it just feels heavy. It feels so heavy. And I think that's part of my problem is acknowledging and understanding some of that heaviness coming from literally orphanage to this will never leave me, which is why I always feel guilty that I'm not grateful for something and that I'm not contributing to something on a bigger scale. Like, at least when I was doing social work, I felt like I was sacrificing a bit of my... My, my physical and mental health for something and it felt right. But looking back on it, I'm like, it was the, still the wrong way. Like, it was still the wrong way. Like, it just, like, I feel like I fed into a system that did not help. I may have helped individual families because I was able to at least stop the system for them um, and some of the kids, but I also upheld some of the system for kids because I didn't know what else to do. Like, it's just, there's so much to this that, like, it just feels like the added guilt of like, I should not be able to, I should not be doing this because it does uphold a, an, a racist system. But at the same time, like what battles do I choose and how do I acknowledge it? And all of that feels so heavy. And I say this again in a privileged situation where I'm sitting in a booth talking into a computer getting paid. You know, like there, there are so many things to that that I'm like, I know, I know this is outside of like where you see people literally setting themselves on fire to try to bring attention to a conflict that is happening around the world, the genocide that is happening around the world, the constant uh, wars and battles and death and sickness and like all those things. And that's even happening in our backyards, um, the shootings, uh, the the deaths, uh, the women being denied access, all of these things. There's so much that it feels overwhelming. Like, as I'm talking to you, like, I'm I'm overwhelmed. Mm-hmm. You know, there's so many things that it just feels hard. Mm-hmm. And at the same time, I know it's supposed to be. Mm. So where is that balance, you know? And, and that's, I don't think that's ever going to be really figured out. Mm-hmm without also trying not to be the woe of the world type of person. (laughs) (laughs) That is just, it's a lot. It's a lot. And for the holidays, I feel like it gets compacted into even more. 
It does. I think it does. Because there's a pressure for a lot of people. You're supposed to, it's supposed to be like a good time, but then you put that pressure on there. And then it's like... <sighs> and you don't see these people all the time, or at least in my case. Right. I have other... I'm always interested when I talk to friends where it's not this situation for them. And I think part of it is they just see their family a lot. So it's a much more like, just have a slightly bigger meal than we normally would have. Right. But it it, it really is, I, I think there's a lot of stuff around why it is stressful for so many people. And I will say for me, my mom is fine. But she has COVID. Supposedly we'll be fine by then, I guess. Uh, hopefully. But my little brother... My older brother got in a fight, so um, he's not coming, which is fine. Like, I mean, it's not great, but it's like, it's just going to be the thing hanging over it is like he's not there. You know what I mean? Like, it's it's not that I'm, like, upset. Yeah. I'm, I'm sad I won't see him, but it's not like I'm like, oh, God. But it's just going to be hanging over the whole thing. Right. And I think a lot of people have situations like that in their families. Um yeah. Right. <laughs> right. I mean, I think there are definitely similar situations as us, uh, especially as myself, about the conflict between our families, uh, trying to really mm-hmm. navigate this time to being conscientious. Like, being conscientious is the key of all of this. <laughs> I'm not telling you to be crying all the time about it, but again, like, there's this awareness that we have to be fully, fully awake to and I think that's also that level I am not fun at parties (laughs) we'll just say that so don't invite me but yeah I think there's a lot to be that and you know I do want to say I am thankful for so many things but again like (laughs) this holiday that we're as you're listening if you're listening on the day that this is released is racist (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so trying not to mm-hmm. acknowledge that is is not the answer either. So all these things, we will tell you this. I'm very, very thankful that I we do have this platform. Very grateful that we have listeners who understand this conversation and understand it to the core. Um, and we want to acknowledge that there's so much privilege in everything that we've talked about. And to the point that it gets tiresome. We know, we know, we know. Um, but for those who are struggling, we also see you. Like, I think that's that's the biggest key to this is that we see you um, and we won't stop talking about it. And if we seem like we're lacking in something, please let us know because we never, ever, ever, ever <laughs> want to be the hosts that can't see beyond our own experiences. That would be the biggest, I think, like straw on the back for me to be like, okay, that's it, I quit. <laughs> I quit everything. Uh, <laughs> if that was the case that we can't or we don't acknowledge or we don't talk about or we ignore the bigger conversations or some of the things that we might not feel today ourselves in our small corner over here. But that fact that we, we are witnessing and we are witness to what is happening. Yes. Well, cheers. I'm sorry, cheers. This is why I f***ing wine. That's all right. It's, you know, 
unnecessary. You know, I haven't I haven't spoken to my mom oh, about the book yet. But I can update. She did say, she did say that she learned a lot about intersectional feminism from it. So I think I love it. I think that, you know, success. It's, it's good to know that we're still reaching people and still hopefully doing something. something. <laughs> yes, yes. Well, listeners, uh, whatever you're doing, we hope that you're well. And uh, as always, we would love to hear from you. You can email us at stephanieandmomstuff at iheartmedia.com. You can find us on Twitter at momstuffpodcast or on Instagram and TikTok at Stuff One Never Told You. Uh, we have a tea Public store. And yes, we do have a book that you can get wherever you get your books. Uh, thank you to our super producer, Christina, our executive producer, Maya, and our contributor, Joey. Thank you. And thanks to you for listening. Stuff One Never Told You is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, you can check out the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. This episode is brought to you by PNC Bank, who believes some things in life should be boring, like banking. Because boring is safe and responsible, level-headed and wise. All things you want your bank to be. You don't want your bank to be cool or sexy. Sexy is for 80s hair bands, not banks. That's why PNC Bank strives to be boring with your money so you can be happily fulfilled with your life. PNC Bank, brilliantly boring since 1865. Brilliantly Boring Since 1865 is a service mark of the PNC Financial Services Group, Incorporated. PNC Bank National Association, member FDIC. Tennessee just sounds perfect. Whether that's live music, the crack of a campfire, or kids laughing on an adventure. To start planning your trip, visit tnvacation.com. Tennessee sounds perfect. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. 